and welcome to another episode of Be The Vibe Radio with your hostess, Crystal the Sun. And how is everybody doing out there? It is February 13th, 2020. We are halfway through the second month of you know, the new decade, and it's been pretty intense. Uh, so yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody is riding these waves, making the best of their situations, and just really just getting through, <laughs> getting through, but not just, you know, surviving. I hope you guys are out there thriving as well. Um, but yeah, I am, uh, I don't know, like I just kind of felt like I wanted to, well, for one, this was totally an unplanned episode. <laughs> I kind of felt like I wanted to get on the mic and uh, talk about some things that are I've just been reflecting on and pondering. And so, you know, want to just kind of get some things out, um, out into the ethers, into the universe, and just kind of share and process via this platform because this platform is for myself as much as it is for you all. It's my way of, um, you know, releasing as well and just kind of putting things out there, processing as much as it is, you know, for you guys listening and, and getting information. So tonight's topic is relating peopling and maintaining relationships while on your spiritual path. Now, I very much wanted to talk about this because, um, you know, the reality is that maintaining relationships while on your spiritual path, it's, it's difficult. It's extremely, extremely difficult. Um, you know, relating is already hard when you are, you know, just an average, day, you know, person going about your day-to-day business. But it's even more difficult when you're on a spiritual path because there's so many more layers to it. So I kind of want to talk about it, you know, and just kind of unpack it, lay some things out, put some things out there for you all, and just really have a real conversation about what it means to um, people <laughs> while you're on this journey. So that is tonight's topic and I just very much can't wait to get into it. So let's get into it. So why am I talking about this? Why this topic today, tonight, this episode, right? So because I've been reflecting, I've been reflecting a lot lately. Um, I've been very contemplative and I guess the best thing would be to share my own personal story, right? So my personal story is that the last, I would say, two to three years have been extremely difficult for me. Um, well, really, since 2012, it's been difficult in terms of my relationships with other people, but mainly these last two to three years because I have up-leveled a lot. I've grown spiritually a lot. I've changed a lot. I've gone through a lot of transitions. And my a lot of my relationships have, um, well, the transitions have played out in my relationships. So when I say relationships, I mean all of them, family, friends, romantic partners, um, business, collaboration, just every relationship. And my experience is that I've lost a lot of relationships within the last year to two. Um, some of them have been just kind of, uh, you know, we've kind of parted ways, no big thing. And then, uh, but quite a few of them have been just complete train wreck and 
just really bad endings, you know, for various reasons. And um, and then I even had a, a very close friend of mine pass away um, around this time last year, which was, I'm still grieving. It was very devastating for me, even though she was ill, she had cancer and I was, you know, taking care of her and essentially watching her as she was going into her transition. But, you know, it's, it's still not easy when you see somebody that you love dying and or you're present when they die. So it's just been a lot of loss of relationships for me. And, you know, then I kind of, I hear of other, you know, brujas out there who talk about how they have difficult times maintaining relationships and friendships, um, how things get ugly, they turn bad, you know, um, people come and go. And so I know this is not an isolated thing. And, you know, even with people that I connect with who are just, you know, they're not quote unquote witches, but they're on their spiritual journey. They talk about how they've went through a lot of relationships and they've had a lot of friendships ending and issues with family and things as such. So I really just kind of want to talk about this because, you know, the relationship aspect of spirituality isn't really discussed. Nobody really tells you that when you're on this journey, like you're going to piss people off and they're going to leave or you're going to change and you're going to just find yourself having nothing in common with that best friend that you've had since fifth grade. You know, (laughs) nobody tells you that people will come to you and they won't have the right, you know, intentions. No one will tell you that your family will damn near disown you. Like no one really talks about that part, you know, and so, um, you know, the thing about it is just that it, it we're human, right? So yes, we're on the spiritual quest for evolution and, trans, and transcendence, but we're still having this human experience. And when we have these issues with our relationships, it sucks. You know, it sucks and it hurts when we, these relationships end or they go bad or sour or we're betrayed or just whatever the case may be, like the human, the, the raw human experience of this, you know, path. So, you know, like, I mean, and I have a lot of stories I could share about relationships gone bad, you know, with me on this journey. Um, But, you know, and it's not about that. So I won't get all into that, you know, details. But, you know, as I've been reflecting and really kind of allowing myself to contemplate these relationships and me actually allowing myself to grieve the loss of these relationships, I'm like, you know what? I really want to talk about this. I really want to share because this is the part of the spiritual path that could be very um, disappointing. It could be very disappointing. It could be very heartbreaking. It could be, be very devastating. And especially when you feel like no one else is going through it. And I'm here to tell you that all of us are going through it. Like all of us on this path are going through the loss of relationships as a result of being on the path. Um, It's part of it. Sadly enough, it is part of it. And so, you know, the best thing that we can really do is one, acknowledge it. And then to allow ourselves to flow through it and process it and take the lessons that we need to take from however, you know, these relationships turn out. So when it comes to relating, peopling, and maintaining your relationships while on your spiritual path, I got some harsh troops for you, 
I got some, so I'm just going to lay it on the line, right, of what it is, what it's about. Um, the first harsh truth is that witches are not designed to be social. We're just not. We are antisocial by nature. And if, if for those of you who really, if you really, really, really pay attention to witches and those who are practicing brujas, you will notice that we don't like people. Like, and it's it could be such a contradiction because we're very magnetic in our energy. So we attract people to us a lot of times, not by choice. But when you really sit with us, we don't want to be bothered. We don't want to be around people. We don't want to socialize. We don't want to make friends. Um, even me, like I'm not that social. Like, <laughs> you know, and I've been that way since I was a child. I was always the one that would like rather just have a book and sit in a corner and just be to myself. You know, I never was the one that would initiate conversations with people. Now, I'm I'm inviting, you know, if you do talk to me, like I'm not rude or anything, but I'm not going to be the one to go and initiate conversations and just go initiate making friends because I'd rather just be by myself, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and a lot of us are like that. Um But the reason why we're, we, we're designed that way is for a lot of reasons. One, the power that we hold. Now, the more that we are on our spiritual journey, the more powerful we become, uh, the more power that we acquire. And a lot of times that power, it, it radiates off of us in a way that makes it difficult for us to assimilate into a crowd of people. Even myself, like when I go into the matrix, no matter how hard I try, I cannot blend in. Like I'd be trying y'all. I do. I really be trying to blend in. And no matter what I do, I'm always the unicorn in the room. Like I, no matter what I do, I am always immediately spotted as the witch. Like even at my job, like I tried and it didn't last long. I think it lasted like maybe about two weeks before even, I don't even think it, no, it lasted a week of me at this job before people started kind of noticing that I was different, even with me still trying to pretend like I was just like everybody else, you know? So it, it, what it is, is that we have a certain power that radiates out and people pick up on it. And so even if we're not announcing who we are and what we are, people pick up on it energetically through, you know, because our power, it radiates out. Um, the other reason why we're, we're not designed to be social is because that's our psychic ability. We're empaths, we're mediums, we're psychics, we're intuitives. Like we see below the surface. We we see people's secrets. We read people, our, our energy, we can penetrate past the surface level things. And so a lot of times for one, that intimidates people. Um, but two, it leaves us with an inability to engage in bullshit conversations and bullshit interactions. Right. Um, and so that the psychic ability is, 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 is makes it extremely difficult you know, for us to be in social environments. Um, another reason is our spirits, you know, so, you know, not just witches, but all of us, like on the spiritual path, like we, the more we're on it, the more we start to really connect with our ancestors and our spirit guides, our spiritual court. And we come into spaces activated and with, you know, through those spirits and, or with those spirits. And we come into spaces, um, fully connected to 
our spiritual court and our ancestors. And a lot of times our spirits that assist us, even if we're okay with someone or we're okay with the situation, if our spirits don't like the situation or our spirits don't like the person, our spirits will will, will react and start to kind of do things to put, you know, to push people away or to get us out of certain environments. You know, I've experienced that several times. So that alone makes it difficult for us to 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 be in social environments because if our spirits don't like it, our spirits aren't having it. Um, and then the, and then at the end of the day, and the last reason why you know we're not designed to be social is because we're just not social. We're a lot of times we're awkward. <laughs> I know I can be that. You know, um, a lot of times you know either we're just too honest. We're socially awkward. Um, you know, we see things that nobody else is seeing. And so sometimes we are um, too bombarded with other people's energies. And, you know, a lot of us have anxiety and panic attacks. And, you know, it's just a lot that comes with it. So, you know, those aspects alone you know, make it difficult for us to have relationships and to people, right? Another harsh truth is that you will lose people on this path. You will lose people while on this path. Being on the spiritual path almost demands that you sacrifice relationships and lose relationships because that's a part of the growth. You know, we, if you are able to, well, for one, there's a couple things with that. The first thing that I want to say about that fact is that, you know, sometimes you'll lose friendships and relationships, partners, family members, because those people are not meant to be with you through the whole, your whole process. Some people is just a season. The other reason that that happens is that it allows you to make space for the people who are really meant to be there with you on this path. But it is impossible to be on a spiritual journey and not lose some of your relationships because that is part of your growth. And as you mature and you grow and you evolve in this process, you're going to it's going to force you to take stock of your relationships because that's part of the process. And once you take stock of those relationships, you're going to realize, wow, I don't have anything in common with this person anymore. Or, you know, there's somebody that is a better teacher for me, a better elder. Or, you know, this this boyfriend, this girlfriend, this partner, they're not really helping me to grow and evolve. Or you may find that you rather would be with somebody else. Or you may find that you don't want to be with anyone at all. But my point is that you're going to lose people on this journey. And so the biggest thing to embrace is that your relationships are all impermanent. They're not forever relationships and they're not meant to be. Something else, another harsh truth that I I actually learned this personally a lot within the last few years is that some people aren't in your life for the right reasons, especially if you're on your spiritual path, especially if you have gifts especially if you're a healer, a light worker, if you're someone who has something that other people can gain from, 
some people are just not in your life for the right reasons. You know, they, they're coming to exploit or use you. They're here to benefit from your gifts, your powers, their benefit, you know, whatever the case may be. And a lot of times that is not revealed until you really start going through your, your spiritual journey. Because once you start to awaken spiritually, you start to also awaken your ability to discern and see certain things. So that's the, that's another thing too. When you're on this path, there's no way for things to be hidden from you. You know, as you start to awaken, when you awaken, you can't go back to sleep. So once you awaken and you start to see things and you start to build your discernment, your intuition, people, it's going to be very difficult for people to hide things from you. And the hardest part about that set types of situations is that you may find that you had a friend of 10 years that you've been best friends with forever. And then you find out that all along they were using you. You may find out that you have a, a family member, a cousin, an aunt who, uh, you know, was your, was always there for you. But then they start acting funny and then you realize that the whole time they were jealous of you and that they were only helping you out or they're only there for you when they felt like you were in a worse position than them. But now that you're starting to be in a better position than them, then their, their, heart, their jealousy that they've always had and harbored against you starts to come to light. You know, so... My point is that it's a blessing when, as painful as it is, it is a blessing when that is revealed to you because you don't ever want to be in a position where your gifts are being exploited or you're being used for what you can do for others. The most important thing about the spiritual journey is having relationships that are true and authentic and that are reciprocal because that is also part of the healing process. Like, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on, on, on in this episode. But the biggest part of this spiritual path is healing and unpacking your shit. And when, as you're doing that, you need the right kind of people around you that are going to fully support you. So you're going to come to find it. You, some people that you've been rolling with you for either a short period of time or a long period of time, there are going to be some of those people who just were never there for the right reasons to begin with. Two more things to keep in mind. And these two things go hand in hand. And they're this, that while you are on your spiritual journey, people will fear you and people will be jealous of you. And if you don't take home anything else I say during this episode, at least let this soak in because these are undeniable facts that I have seen and experienced over and over again as long as I've been on the spiritual journey. What we do and who we are makes other people afraid of us and it makes them jealous of us. They fear us because we have we appear to have access to a power or energy or a knowing that they don't have. And the reason why I say it appears that way is because I'm, I don't believe that I have access to anything that no one else has access to because I am connected to the infinite and I'm connected to the universe, the universal creator. And that is an access that everybody can tap into. That is something that it's an energy that everyone can tap into. So, but you can only tap into it if you do the work. 
And I've done the work. I'm doing the work. So I have that access. I have that energy. And, but because a lot of people don't want to do the work, (laughs) to them it seems like an impossible, intangible thing to access. So it makes them afraid and it makes them jealous. And let me tell you, fear and jealousy will make people do some real ugly things. It will make them act out in some very ugly ways. And, you know, I mentioned earlier in this episode how a loss of your relationships can come from betrayal. I have experienced and seen that most betrayal occurs because the other person is fearful and or jealous. And so... I have learned that as soon as I pinpoint that someone is jealous of me, I just, I don't even continue further with that, you know, and it took me a while really to even accept that because jealousy is not something, it's not an energy or a feeling that I I have. It's not a trait that I have. Um, Whenever I see someone who has something that I I want, or who lives a lifestyle or a way of being that I want to emulate, I connect with that person so I can learn from them. And I, because to me, that's the most honorable way to mimic somebody or to take, you know, to, to, to uh, cultivate traits that another person has that you wish to have. So I learn from the people around me. Um, And so I don't, since I don't have jealousy as a trait, I don't often recognize it. So to be honest with you, it's my spirits who have to show me that someone's jealous of me. Either they'll show me in a dream or I'll pick up on some type of energy from the person. That's really the only way that I could tell them people are jealous of me. And even then, sometimes I still miss it too late. (laughs) Um, Usually at that point, the relationship is already gone left you know, before I even realized like, oh shit, this person was jealous of me. The fear aspect is also very real. Um, And especially with witches, because, you know, a lot of times we're intimidating. We have an intense energy that we, we often are not cognizant of. We often don't master. A lot of us haven't mastered how to channel that intense energy. So it scares other people. It scares people that I know things about them that they would rather keep secret. It scares people that, you know, I could potentially curse them if I get upset. You know, like it scares people that, you know, I could influence their life through a spell or whatever the case may be, whatever the case may be. You know, people are, people fear us. So, that is something that you really have to be not only mindful of, but be you have to just accept it as part of the process and be real about it. You know, be okay with people being afraid of you. Be okay with people being jealous of you. Now, I'm not going to say accept people around you who are jealous of you. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is accept that as a possibility because it is real and it does happen. And it definitely influences our relationships, not just friends. I've had lovers jealous of me, you know, and that created a a lot of issues in my relationships. But the biggest 
problem or what attributed to that was my denial of the jealousy. <laughs> you can't do that. You know, because jealousy is a very, very ugly emotion and an ugly energy that could really fester and result in some really ugly people doing some really ugly things based off jealousy. Fear as well, but jealousy is the is the one that I definitely advise people to be the most cautious about. Another harsh truth is that while you're on this journey, you are going to be constantly changing, constantly shedding skin, constantly releasing and and then and in gathering. <laughs> it, it's a, a constant cycle. That's a, that's how it should be, at least. And you have to be okay with allowing yourself to change. And you have to give yourself permission to change. And you have to make sure that your relationships give you permission to change. Here's my personal story with that. My biggest challenge with relationships has been um, my ability to evolve. Now I am extremely regenerative. (laughs) So what I mean by that is that I have a very, what I learn quick and I, um, whenever I experience some type of hardship or setback, I'm able to bounce back very quickly and I don't stay in, in, in a space for too long, especially if it's a, a low vibrational or a, a bad space, um, too long. And so I, my ability to, to regenerate myself is extremely quick. Like my ability to shed my skin is extremely quick. And and then on top of that, my Jupiter is in Sagittarius. For those who know anything about astrology, um, you know, I, not not everybody, well, for one, okay, I shouldn't even, I probably should bring uh, shaman hands on for, for this, <laughs> for a special thing about astrology, but a quick reference, um, you know, our Jupiter is our ability to expand, right, in our birth chart, our natal chart, and, or grow, evolve, and Jupiter can be in any sign in our zodiac based off of our placements. Mine happens to be in Sagittarius. Well, Jupiter rules Sagittarius. It's the planet that rules Sag. So it's 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 at home for me in its sign. And so not only do I have well, what that means is that I have an extra uncanny ability to grow and evolve. Like my evolution is extremely quick. And what ends up happening is that a lot of times I I outgrow the people around me very quickly Um, to almost to a point where I, you know, it causes me to go through relationships, especially romantic relationships, because I outgrow my romantic relationships extremely quick. So I've learned that I have to be with people who are also growing and changing, even if they're not growing at a, as fast as a pace as I grow because my ability to grow is going to already be unnaturally fast to where a lot of people may not be able to keep up with me anyway. So I've had to learn to be patient with those around me because I can't expect them to evolve as quickly as I evolve. However, the people around me have to be evolving on some level, right? So 
the reason why this is a challenge is because, like I mentioned before, in my remote romantic relationships, I, I outgrow them quickly. I tend to. The other issue is um, people who I who teach me, people who are my elders, or people who um, I who mentor me. I've had issues with um, those who've taken me on as as a as a mentee who wanted to teach me things, and them getting upset because I picked on. I picked up on what they're teaching so quickly that then I started to outgrow them and I started to do better than them. And I've had people, a lot of people who um, were okay with me as long as I seemed to be beneath them on a, on the, on the skill level. But once I started to, my skills started to actually outpace theirs, it was an issue. And so it would be a straight conflict almost. And a lot of times it would turn into spiritual warfare and so what I had learned to do as a, as, a, as a way to protect myself was to monitor my growth and not, and, and almost stunt my own growth and not really allow myself to change in order to avoid conflict. But that wasn't healthy for me. So I had to learn. And once I kind of was having these like epiphanies, I'm like, well, shit, like, I don't know what to do. You know, like if I allow myself to be, what I am fully, then I'm going to have conflicts with people, with teachers and lovers. But then if I don't allow myself to be what I am fully, then I'm going to stunt my own growth and I'm going to stagnate. So the way I had to, the way I, I got around that or the way I grew through that was to make sure that I was around people that were not and their ego, first of all, <laughs> but that were also constantly learning and growing. But also for as far as teachers and elders and mentors, people for me to make sure I'm with people who have a lot to teach me and that are still in their process of, of evolution as well to where they're going to continue to grow as I'm growing. So that is the biggest thing too, in addition to you know, the one I stated before as part as far as people fearing you and people being jealous of you, the biggest thing is a lot of times we dim our own light and we don't allow ourselves to change because we're afraid of disrupting the relationships around us and causing conflict. But in that sense, it completely voids the purpose of our spiritual journey. It's like, why are we on this journey if we're not growing? if we're not changing. So we have to give ourselves the space to change. We have to make sure that we're in relationships with people who are okay with us changing. And if they're not, we have to be okay with letting those relationships go. Now, here are some other things to consider when it comes to relating with people and maintaining relationships while you're on your spiritual path. And one of them is that it's extremely difficult to, to heal and unpack our human experience, and while at the same time finding where we place in other people's lives. That shit's hard because as we're constantly breaking things down and, uh, and peeling back the layers and working on our own shit, then once we have all these self-discoveries, then we have to figure out what this means for our relationships with others. 
And that's just, that's difficult. That that's the reality is that that's difficult. Um, I've had that happen to me constantly where I have this realization and then I'm just like, wow. And then after I have that realization, I'm just like, you know what? I don't think I want to deal with this person anymore. Or I think I want to change the dynamics of this relationship. Or I think I want to have that difficult conversation I need to have. The one that I've been avoiding for forever, you know, like it, it's difficult because it's like you already have to process your own healing and your own stuff as an individual. And then you have to also process the relation, relationship aspect of it. And that's just not easy. The other thing to consider is that relating is just hard. Like <laughs> relating is just diff- very difficult. Um, and, you know, dealing with people is difficult. I mean, you know, especially when you have to, and this goes back to the healing aspect, especially when you have to consider your own personality traits that make you difficult to deal with. So it's like you already have to um, sit with just your own character traits. And then you have to sit with relating with these people and have, and, and just different, they're different quirks and the different things that make them lovable or not lovable, you know? And I, I say this all, all, all the time, you know, that I don't know how to have relationships. Like I'm still <laughs> learning how to have relationships because again, at the end of the day, I'd rather just be myself. That's my answer to life. It's just, I'll just go off and be by myself. But that is my challenge for this lifetime is to master relationships, all of them, you know? So I have to really like not only unpack my own stuff, but also learn how to manage other people. And it's a dance. It's a big, big dance. You know, you have to be compassionate to yourself. You have to be compassionate to, to others. You have to recognize how you can do better. You have to recognize what you need, and but then also how the people around you, what you need from them. Not necessarily how they can change because you can't really make anyone change, but you have to really <laughs> figure out like this whole dance. And um, it's just not easy. And it's even more sp- So when you're on a spiritual journey, another thing to consider is that we come with issues, you know, like we are, we have this human experience. We come in with our karmic stuff. We come in with our family stuff. We, then we have just issues that we just develop over the course of our experience as humans. And those issues play a big part in our relationships because real talk, our relationships are are mirrors of ourselves. There are mirrors of our issues. (laughs) So, you know, there's no way to, to deny that when you, when you're constantly having, you know, relationships that go awry, you know, clearly that is an indication that, okay, I have some issues going on that I need to tackle. The other thing too, is that the more that we're on the spiritual journey, 
the more we become painfully aware of our issues. Because remember, like I said, once you awaken, you can't go back to sleep. So, you know, as much as our discernment and our penetration, our, our penetrating energy goes out towards others around us, it also is reflected within, you know. And that's the one thing that I do know is that witches and, and brujas, those on our spiritual journey, we are very self-aware, very, very, very self-aware. We know. Um, and if we don't know, our ancestors are telling us, our spirit guides are telling us, our elders are telling us, like there, there is, there's no way to get away with not being accountable for your shit on this journey. And so, you know, the issues play a big part and that's the, that's the same way they would if we, um, are not on our spiritual journey. Except that the difference is that when we're on our spiritual journey, the point of the spiritual journey is healing. And so as we're being made aware of these issues and we're seeing them playing out in our relationships, we, the you know, they're being brought to our attention so we can heal them. You know, we're, we're seeing them clearly so that we can heal them. And because we're on our spiritual journey, the purpose is to heal them. Because otherwise, why are you on the spiritual journey? So my point is that as you grow and you evolve on this path, your relationships should get better. And if they don't, there is a real reason. There's a reason for that. You, you know, there's, there's not an attentiveness to how you're relating to other people. And I think so, I can personally attest to that. You know, like I can honestly say that, you know, my joke is that I don't really know how to do relationships. <laughs> you know, that's my, that's, you know, like, cause the, the, the reality is that I really, really rather be by myself. That's like my answer to everything. Like, okay, I'll just fuck it. I'll just go be by myself. And, but that's easy. And I've done that. I've mastered solitude. My purpose of this lifetime is to actually master my relationships, all of them. You know, but the biggest part of that for me is is acknowledging my issues and working through them. And then as I've worked through my issues, my relationship, my the mirrors of my relationships have gotten better. Another important thing to consider when it comes to the spiritual path and relationships is really reflecting and understanding the fact that there is a difference between clients versus friends and lovers. And a lot of times our those of us that are on this path, especially those of us who are light workers or working as healers, um, a lot of our relationships go way left because we have not properly identified the role of the relationship or the purpose of the relationship. Or we've allowed the relationship to kind of come in and rule us rather than us ruling the relationship, if that makes sense. Um, and I've had this happen uh, for a, many times where I have taken on lovers who were really just clients that just needed healing. Um, and then once I really identified that, I got I got better at that. But then I started taking on friendships with people who were really just clients. And those were the ones that ended up the worst, like the, the endings or the, the train, those were the worst train wrecks (laughs) because I didn't properly, uh, identify, um, those, those, those relationships. And so 
Um, it's extremely important while you're on this spiritual path to compartmentalize the people in your life. And I know it kind of counters the whole idea of, oh, you know, let things grow organically and, oh, you got to let things flow. No, no, not not so much because <laughs> what ends up happening is situations where the relationships are you are you are you run by the relationship you you end up losing control and not having boundaries. Um, but then what ends up happening is that essentially you don't really truly honor the full nature of that relationship because you didn't you didn't uh, properly put it where it was meant to go. And so now you have someone who you were really meant to just do healing work with, who is now you're in a relationship with that you're not compatible with. It went left. Things are bad. The person's obsessive with you. And, <laughs> you know, then then it, it, it ends. They hate you and they never got the healing that they were supposed to have had from you because you just let it go flow organically, right? So <laughs> I say that with a lot of sarcasm and rolling of the eyes, which you could probably hear in my voice. But the reason why is because I've experienced it. And there have been a lot of people who um, I who could have really gotten a lot of assistance from me, but because they, in their minds, wanted to be in a relationship or they wanted it to be something else and what it really should have been. Um, and, and I kind of allowed it. I, well, I didn't kind of, I did allow it. Um, it just, it just, they left worse than when they came and they still didn't get the healing that they should have gotten. So it's extremely important, and I probably will do a whole other episode about uh, clients versus friends and lovers. Because as spiritualists, we have to, have to, have to know the difference. Everyone that comes to us is not a friend. Everyone that comes to us is not a lover. They're not all meant to be that. Some people who come to us are just clients, and that's that. So I wanted to end this uh, episode with just talking about some or sharing some tips on how to improve your relationships while you're on your spiritual path. And the reason why um, I am ending with this information is because it could get very lonely on the path. Um, that's something else I, that a lot of my peers talk about is the loneliness um, and, you know, with the loss of the relationships, not being to, you know, being able to relate to people, um, just like this, uh, sometimes it's a, it's a disenchantment with this path. Um, a lot of times we feel like we're just alone and that is very dis discouraging. It's discouraging, it's painful, um, and it could be very depressing. It could, it could put you in a bad space if you feel like you're alone. And so, you know, I really kind of wanted to assist with providing some tips that would help you improve your relationships while you're on your path and even maybe keep them and maintain them if they're on your highest and best good. So the first thing, and these are all things that I've had to learn over, over the course of 
uh, well, really it drove home over the course of three years, but this really started for me, like I said, in 2012. Um, that's when I started really having my spiritual awakenings. That's when I really started having a lot of challenges with my relationships. Um, but the first thing is discernment. Practice your discernment, hone in on your discernment, trust your discernment. And I talked about this in a previous episode about your discernment will save you. It will, especially when it comes to your relationships. And if you get an an inkling of anything when it comes to other people, trust it. Trust it. Um, Another thing is to be exceptionally clear about what kind of relationships you want. This is very important because it will cause you to not waste your time with certain people and certain things, but it also will open the door for the types of relationships and people that you do want in your life. My relationships changed drastically when I became very clear about what I did and did not want from my family, my friends, and my romantic partners. And like, for example, the biggest thing that I decided was that I don't want weird sometime relationships, like people that I've had a history of people like who'll pop up and they'll be around for a little bit and then they'll disappear. And then they'll want to pop up and then they'll disappear. Now, I for a long time, I accepted that because I'm big on meeting people where they are. But I even had to adjust that mindset because for me, that inconsistency didn't, uh, it didn't feel good to me. It triggered some things in me that I didn't like. And so I recently decided that I didn't, I wasn't going to maintain relationships with people who were inconsistent that in that way. And so no hard feelings, but no, I've decided that I would rather have friendships that are consistent, people who are going to um, continue to be around. And if they, and if they can't, because I understand everybody goes through things and they may need a break or they may need some time to themselves, but communicate that. You know, so um, that was that was my biggest thing. And then I, I, I cut a lot of people loose because of that. So but my relationships got better and I felt more secure and, and more fulfilled in my friendships when I made that decision. So really sit down and, and take stock about what it is that you need while you are on your spiritual journey. Like sit down and think about what type of support. And what type of energy do I need from the people around me while I'm on this spiritual journey? Once you get clear about that, look at all the people around you and see if they exhibit any of those traits. And if they do, keep them close. If they don't, consider cutting them loose or at least set, you know, distancing yourself while you're on, you know, on certain aspects of your path. Um, the other thing is cultivate people skills. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of us, which is we're not social, we're not. Um, a lot of times we are, we don't have tact, we can be rude, we don't listen, um, we can be arrogant, uh, we <laughs> are uh, impatient. A lot of times we can um, be power hungry. We can be condescending. Um, you know, there's a long list of things wrong with our flaws, uh, defects of character. That's the word that I wanted. That's the <laughs> word I want to use. 
there's a long list there's a long list of defects of character when it comes to witches or even those of us that are not witches but are on our spiritual path um we can not we can be ungrounded we can be kind of spacey we can be um just awkward uh we could be repelling you know there's all kinds of things so once you identify your character flaws and the things that make you antisocial work on them for me my biggest thing was i had to work on my communication skills you know i i i had to cultivate listening talking less and listening more i had to cultivate patience I had to call I had to cultivate having boundaries because my lack of boundaries was also my re- reason why my relationships would go left. Um I am you know I had to cultivate just like other just a long list of things. Um not over obligating myself, like not taking on too much. Um just, you know, those are just a few things that I had to cultivate in order to make myself more social and more amicable with, you know, getting along with other people. So cultivate your people skills. Another suggestion is take ownership for the success or failure of your relationships. Admit when you did something wrong or right <laughs> in a relationship. Um, that's the biggest thing. And that that's just for anyone, anyone wanting to maintain a relationship. Like you have to really take ownership when the relationship goes well, as well as when it goes awry. And I've had a lot of those experiences myself. Um, you know, like I, uh, when I first was awakening and I was on my journey, just starting out, I was extremely uh, judgmental of my friends. And that's just real talk. So the judgmental in the sense that I have very high standards and expectations for my friends because I have high expectations for myself and standards for myself. And so I would see my friends and their their highest good and their, their higher self and I would push that on them without really considering whether or not, first of all, they saw themselves in that way, but, or two, if they even were wanting to even be their highest self or be their higher good, you know, be in their highest good. And so I really was harsh and, um, towards them and not compassionate. And then I was in a situation where I didn't receive compassion from my friends in return. And I was in like a really bad place and I had no, you know, they weren't dealing with me and they, and then they weren't, I didn't get any compassion at all. And so I, I had to learn that I had to learn, I had to take ownership, um, for the failure of those friendships and really learn. And so then as I furthered on my journey, I learned to be more compassionate towards those around me in regards to their journey. Because like I said earlier in this episode, I had to recognize that I grow quickly and more quickly than others. So I have to be patient with other people's journeys. I have to be accepting of other people's journeys. So that's just one personal story that I'm sharing in regards to that as an example. But 
you know, you have to, it's extremely important to take, take ownership and take stock um, because that is how you cultivate better relationships. Everything's co-created. So if something ends, and, you know, even if you're in a relationship and mostly you may be with a toxic person that is just like, for example, a narcissist where narcissists are not redeemable. And I'm going to do a whole episode, I promise you, about narcissists because I'm so wanting to talk about this narcissist thing. But, you know, they're not redeemable. And they're 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 very parasitic and very manipulative. And there's all these things of a narcissist and their their whole MO is to make you doubt yourself and to, you know, make you crazy, essentially. Um, so in those types of dynamics, it's a big chance that everything that's going wrong is the narcissist's fault. However, you have to take responsibility for the fact that you allowed yourself to be in a relationship with that narcissist. You allowed yourself to interact with that narcissist. That's you taking ownership for your side of that failed relationship. So it's just extremely important because without accountability, there is, you can't grow without accountability. And at the end of the day, there's no victim, no villains. Everything's co-created. So you, you, this is actually how you take your power back when you are in a situation where your relationship failed. You take your power back by taking ownership. So if anything, if, out of all these tips, if anything, the most important thing is to take ownership so that way you can properly grow through, through the process and go through grow through that relationship. Something else too, be grateful for the good, and but eliminate the bad. And what I mean by that is gratitude is so important in relationships. A lot of times we take our relationships for granted, um, you know, especially if it's like family members or lovers that we've been with for a long time, friends that we've had for a long time, um, and a lot of times when people are not feeling appreciated, it, it creates tension and conflict within the relationship. So it's so important to be grateful, especially on the spiritual journey, because having quality people around you starts to become rare the more that we're on the spiritual journey. And so it's so important to just show the gratitude for those who are sticking with you, that are supporting you. And that are there with you throughout that journey. So that way you can continue to nourish those relationships and cultivate those relationships and keep them loving, you know. Um, but at the same time, be willing to eliminate the bad. Be willing to eliminate relationships that no longer serve you. And this is so important because those types of you know, relationships are taking up space. You know, they're either going to drain you and keep you and distract you from your purpose and what it is that you are setting out to do for yourself, or they're going to create a a space, take up space for a better relationship um, to take its place. So again, show gratitude, but also be very decisive. And that goes back to being very clear about what it is that you want in your relationships, because the more clear you are, the easier it is for you to eliminate what what doesn't serve you. It's important while you're on your journey to be balanced in your relationships. And so what I mean by that is don't, as important it is, is it is for you to be around people who 
vibrate on your frequency. It's also important to be around people that are diverse. So you're not limited and kind of uh, caging yourself in when it comes to the people that you're around. So for me, I can't just be around nothing but spiritual people because one, it gets weird. You know, I love my spiritual folks in the spiritual community, but talking about chakras and angel numbers all the time, it, it, I got to have different conversations. Um, you know, I, I, but at the same time, you know, I, I have regular friends that are not at all into anything spiritual. And, you know, I love hanging out with them because they keep me grounded. They keep me rooted. Um, but at the other hand, I can't just always be around them either or because sometimes, you know, the vibration isn't always that high. So, but at the same time, I, I recognize the importance and the value of having my friends that are just not, not at all into anything spiritual and also my, my spiritual friends. And so that when I say maintain balance, that's extremely important because what I've learned and I've experienced myself is that the more we're on the spiritual journey, we can be in a bubble. And when we're, when we're in that bubble, it makes us kind of one-sided. And then when we come out of that and we're in social settings, we don't even know how to act or we don't even know what type of conversations to have because we're so busy being in our bubble or around just one type of energy or, or one type of group of people. The other thing, though, is that when you are with your friends or you are with your family and lovers, make sure you're equally yoked. Um, and I know that's a you know something out of the Bible, but it is, you know... And however we may feel about the Bible, there are actually some gems that come out of the Bible. And being equally yoked is one of those gems because what that means is just making sure that your frequencies are the same. So, for example, me, um, I have a frequency of of prosperity, of abundance. Um, I have a lot of spirits and ancestors that are wealthy, that have energies of wealth, of money, of royalty. I can't be around lack-minded people. I can't be around poverty mindset. I can't be around people who um, are um, radiate an energy of lack because it creates uh, an energetic imbalance. And it's also one of those things that causes the jealousy, um, which is something I talked about earlier in this episode. So knowing that, I have to make sure that even if I'm with my friends that are not quote unquote spiritual, they have to have an energy of abundance and prosperity in order for us to be able to vibrate on the same frequency. So that's just my example. But whatever it is, the main energy that you're in, the main frequency that you radiate, for example, if you radiate energy of love all the time, you can't be around people who complain all the time or who are negative because that's not what you're yoked with. That's not the energy that you exude. And so what it's going to do is it's going to create friction between you and that person or and or it's going to bring you down vibrationally, which is going to create an issue with your own spirits and your spiritual frame. And then they're not going to want you to be around that person or their environment. So they're going to push you out of that. So the the, the equally yoked thing is extremely important. And I'm not saying even so much being around people who think like you or who act like you because we're all individuals. You want to be around people who vibrationally are, they vibrate on the same frequency as you. And if they don't, make sure that that frequency isn't that much different. You know, like drastic, like 
opposite ends of the pole. That's what you don't want. Another tip is stay away from those who gossip. And the reason why I say that is because people who gossip always have messy relationships. And the whole point of this episode is to create and cultivate harmonious relationships with others. And so I've yet to meet any a person who gossips or slanders. I've yet to see a person like that have any type of good relationship with anybody. So that's just a given. Um, <laughs> another thing, too, is pay attention to how you feel when you're with someone. And this is extremely important because your emotions, your the way your body feels doesn't lie. And this goes back to what I said about discernment. Um, the first thing that I mentioned as a tip and also my podcast about discernment goes back to that as well. The more that we awaken, the more tapped into our um, bodies and our emotions we are. And our body's experience is the most direct and honest experience that we our, our soul is having. So if you're around someone, you feel anxious, you feel nervous, you feel fearful, you feel unhappy, you feel drained. Those are all signs that that person is not... that. There's something with that energy, that person, that relationship that's not for you. And, you know, I mentioned earlier in this episode about me deciding to um, connect, you know, cut contact with the family member. My main reason was because I didn't like the way I felt when I was around her. I just didn't feel good. You know, I just felt like it just it just was it was unpleasant. My body would feel tense. Um, I was always feeling guilty about something or like I did something wrong. And I'm just like, I didn't like the way that felt. So that ultimately was my decision to cut ties. And I'm so glad that I honored that uh, because it came out later that there was some she had some issues with me. And but she never would say it to my face. But my my her her thoughts, I, you know, my body was picking up on her thoughts and her energy and it was making my body respond and not feel good when I was around her. So that's extremely important when it comes to relating. But then again, you have to be honest about that. When you pick up on those feelings, you have to be honest and then honor that. Um, and lastly, the last thing that I want to say is as a, as a tip, don't tolerate being where you are not honored or respected or loved, period. As soon as you're in a space where you're not honored, a space where you're not respected, a space where you're not loved, that really, you're already in a, in a relationship that's not for you. You're already in a relationship that's potentially toxic. So do not tolerate that. And it doesn't matter who it is, if it's family members, if it's coworkers, your boss, your mom, your your partner, your spouse, your children, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter your best friend of 15 years. If you don't feel honored, respected, and loved, there is absolutely no reason for you to be in that space. Because at the end of the day, everyone deserves to be in a space where they're honored, respected, and loved. But even more so for those of us on this journey, because again, we're unpacking a lot. We're unpacking our, our spiritual stuff in addition to our emotional and, and, and mental stuff. And we, it's so important for us to be in spaces where we feel safe. And there's no way that we can feel safe in a space where we are not honored, respected, or loved. So those are my tips. So that's all I got. I think that's all I want to say for this episode. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. And hopefully I provided you with some tips on how to uh, navigate the relationships while you're on your spiritual path. And hopefully you're able to take these tools and cultivate some relationships that are just you know meaningful and authentic and that support you on this path because we're really not meant to be alone as we go through this journey. And, um, you know, the best way to not be alone is to cultivate our relationships, right? So <laughs> thank you for tuning in, like I said. And if you want to reach out to me, uh, my email is therapeuticvibrations at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit me up on the website, be the vibe.com. And again, I definitely appreciated this opportunity to get this out there and process. Cause like I said, I'm processing this relationship stuff and just as much as you all are. And I just wanted to share my own experiences and tips and tools and whatnot. So other than that, until next time, I definitely appreciate each and every one of you and be blessed. Peace.